Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 5, Episode 13, the season finale, titled The Soviet Division. Uh, Okay, this is a really, really good finale. Uh, It is a great conclusion to this penultimate season. It wraps up uh, all these various storylines very, very well. Uh, And it does a phenomenal job of setting the stage for our final season, which, oh boy, that's going to be something. So, uh, I guess we'll start off by wrapping up the major storyline of this season, uh, the Defector family. This picks up right where the last one left off. Uh, Philip, Elizabeth, and Tuan are rushing over to the Defector family's house uh, in order to prevent Pasha from, you know, attempting to kill himself because Tuan thought it'd be a great idea to get the Defector kid to attempt to commit suicide like a dick. So they get over there, no answer, no answer, no answer, and the entire time you're just like, oh, damn it. You know why there's no answer, because Pasha's about to, Pasha's like slit his wrists, you know that that's happened, and you can just feel it like, oh no, like every time the doorbell rings and there's no answer, every time he knocks on the door and there's no answer, like your heart just sinks a little bit more, Uh, and then the parents come back, who by the way, I remember their names now, Alexei and Evgenia. Of course I remember their names right at the end of their story. That is just typical for me. So they come home, and then they go in, and Chuan finds Pasha in a bloody heap on his bed. And they go in, and... Oh my god, there's nothing about this sequence that isn't horrifying. Like, it's just the whole thing... Is heartbreaking, really, uh, to watch these parents discover their child in a bloody heap uh, in his bed. And the mother is just completely losing it. The father is just at a loss for what to do. Uh, Philip and Elizabeth go in and they immediately go into super spy mode of just like, okay, we got to do this right now, 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 now. Like, they immediately go into serious, get all this shit done mode, uh, and they, like, do the thing where they wrap uh, the wounds and raise his arms. Uh, They call an ambulance. Uh, Alexi goes out and brings in the agent that's been surveilling their house just to make sure that they're safe. They're, uh, government-mandated protection for defecting. 
Uh, and he calls an ambulance, and he checks on the kid, and all of this is just so painful, and you're sort of not sure, like, oh god, what direction is this gonna go? Are they gonna save him? Is he gonna die because of Tuan's idiotic plan? Thankfully, they're able to save him. Uh, they get him into an ambulance. They get him stabilized. Tuan almost killed this kid in order to send the family back to Russia. Uh, the father goes up into Pasha's room, finds his note that says he cannot live in America, and he's recounting, like, everything the note says to Philip, and, like, he's just sitting down in the chair, like, saying all this stuff, and you can tell, like, with every word, like, it's just a knife into his, okay, maybe that's not a good choice of words, given the situation, but, like, you could tell everything just causes him physical pain. Like, he's slowly realizing, oh shit, this is my fault. Because I took my family and forced them to go to America with me. And I made them stay. I didn't listen when my wife and child very clearly told me we hate it in America. We cannot live in America. Let us go back to Russia. And he just looks like so defeated. Like just this, he has this moment of horrific realization of, oh no. I I did this. And, and you see the bloody mess on the bed uh, that was left from Pasha's body. And it's just like, oh, this could not be more painful. Seriously, I swear to God, this is the most disgusting shit anyone in the Americans has pulled. This is like the most demented op that any anyone in the Americans has done. The most demented plan that anyone on the Americans has put into place. Like, even Philip and Elizabeth call this out. It's just like, this is horrible. This should never have been done. Like, there's a line. We just crossed it. Like, when Philip and Elizabeth say and are in agreement on this was horrible, that's how you know it's bad. <laughs> when Philip and Elizabeth agree that what they did was terrible, that's that's a sign of, like, you just, you just did the most effed up shit imaginable. And all of that. All of that is before the opening credits of the episode. That's how this finale starts. Holy shit. So, that happened. Thankfully, Pasha survives and he makes it home okay. And, to Tuan's credit, the plan did work. As effed up as it was... Uh, Tuan and Afghania, or not Tuan and Afghania, Pasha and Afghania are going back to Russia. Alexei still staying in America because he's just way too scared of the reception he'll get when he goes back home. He's way too scared that he'll end up in a Soviet prison. Never mind the fact that the second Afghania gets back, she's going to get blackmailed. But... <sighs> 
let me just recount what they did here. Uh, they made a child try and kill himself. So that the parents would go back with him to Russia. Causing this family to split apart because one of them was too scared. And then all of this is so that this woman, this wife, this mother can be blackmailed with her relationship with this CIA official... Uh, that got transferred to Moscow. All of this so they can blackmail this CIA agent. It's so effed up. It's so ludicrously effed up! My god! And they try! They actually try to get Alexei to go back with the rest of the family, because it's like, okay, look, we did... (laughs) We did try and get this kid to kill himself so everyone could go back to Russia and then the mother could be blackmailed using her relationship with this CIA official. But the least we could do is keep them together. (laughs) We're not monsters here. Kind of monsters. But that doesn't work. So the operation's over. Uh, And they're talking about the reports they're going to file on each other. Uh, Philip and Elizabeth offer to recommend Chuan for other work besides this, and Chuan just flat out refuses, so they're like, okay, that's fine. And Chuan tells Philip and Elizabeth about what he's writing in his report. And he's writing, uh, he's acknowledging his mistake in contacting his former family. So there's that. Uh, he's also going to be ripping into Philip and Elizabeth about, uh, the holes in their cover, a.k.a. the times they were not there, and going to say that they almost screwed up the operation with petty bourgeois concerns. That is a direct quote from Tuan. (sighs) Tuan's an asshole. Tuan's a goddamn asshole. So, and believe me, like, let, I'm not gonna try and say that, like, oh, they didn't, they didn't recognize this unlikable character. Philip and Elizabeth flat out called him out on his bullshit. So the show recognized his Twan's an asshole. But I just got to rant against Twan for a little bit. Hey! Asshole, you know how many operations you were running in this time? One. You know how many operations Philip and Elizabeth were running? 50 billion! I swear to God! Like, Philip and Elizabeth were not just doing this. They were also stealing super wheat. And they were also doing a thing with the Committee on Human Rights. And they were also tracking down this Nazi collaborator. And they were also getting the tapes from Kimmy. And they also had their own family, their own base level cover that they needed to maintain. 
Their world wasn't entirely this. Unlike you. So those lapses in cover were them doing other missions. Obviously. You'd know that if you weren't such a self-centered douchebag. And, uh, petty bourgeois concerns? Um... I'm sorry, uh, of the three, of the three of you, which one was about to kill a kid? Oh, 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 that's right. Twan! Petty bourgeois concerns? I wouldn't call the well-being of a child a petty bourgeois concern, asshole. Good God, Twan's the worst. Twan is a jackass. I hate that little shit. But Elizabeth actually parts with some really good advice for Chuan. Elizabeth says to Chuan, look, you're not going to make it. Not on your own. Something's going to happen. You're going to get blown. You're going to die. You need someone. You need someone to share this with. Make them give you a partner. And then they leave. And then we leave Tuan forever. We never have to suffer through this little shit again. Screw you, asshole. I hate Tuan. I hate Tuan so much. He's the worst. (sighs) But after this, after this success, question mark? Uh, Elizabeth and Philip are preparing to leave. Because remember, they really want to go back to Russia with the kids. So they're preparing to leave. They're saying goodbye to their life very subtly. Uh, They're making a plan to take a family trip to Europe, quote-unquote. And that they would not say shit until they got there. Uh, Philip tells Henry, hey... You can't go to boarding school. Not going to tell you why, but you just can't. So there's that. And it's a nice time. It's a nice happy time where Philip and Elizabeth are finally, after like multiple decades, about to go home. And then Philip goes to Kimmy's. And gets a tape. And that tape contains information that Kimmy's father, who this operation was against the entire time, is being promoted to the Soviet division. Head of the Soviet division. So, um, they have within reach the guy who is going to have all the information... Uh, on the CIA's acts against the Soviet Union. Philip's the one who has the contact, so in case you're not following, this essentially means, yeah, you're not going back. You're not going back at all. You're screwed. 
and Philip has uh, a very volatile reaction. He almost throws this tape into the ocean. He almost throws this vital intelligence into the ocean. And I can see, like, the alternate universe where Philip throws this into the ocean. Like, imagine if Philip threw this into the ocean. And then they left. And then the center realized that this this guy who they had uh, very... This guy who they had very close relations to was promoted, and there was this entire investigation into whether or not Philip knew. Imagine if the entire final season was, we're in Russia now, but Philip is under investigation for, uh, obstructing, (laughs) obstructing a KGB investigation for his own purposes. And then the show ended with him just, like, getting in immense trouble for it. Maybe be getting thrown into a Soviet prison. Imagine if that was the final season. That would have been really interesting. But no. Uh, Philip decides against it. And instead consults Elizabeth. And he sits Elizabeth down and tells her, Hey, so, uh, you know how we were planning to leave? <laughs> yeah, um... So, this guy we've been working, or this guy whose daughter we've been working for a couple years now, uh, this whole thing, well, he got promoted to the head of the CIA's Soviet division, so, (laughs) we might not be able to leave, but, um, they can find someone else, right? And then Elizabeth's like, no, 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 we're staying. Like, we have to. Like, this is why we came to America. Like, we can't just leave this. But then Elizabeth says something to Philip. Hey, uh, you still have to get the tapes, but maybe you should stop. Maybe you should just stop doing this. And Elizabeth flat out tells Philip, like, this is too much for you. This is eating you up, and I can't see you like this anymore. So they're going to stay, but Philip is not going to be active anymore. It's mostly just going to be Elizabeth. Also, uh, Philip... Philip may have some explaining to do on the whole party school front, because the whole reason he denied Henry that was because... They were gonna go back to Russia. But now they're not going back to Russia. So. Oops. Uh, we also got some minor little subplots going on. Uh, Paige has this really great scene where she goes, like, back through the site of the almost mugging. And she just sort of goes through this parking lot, gets to the car, and then drives away. Like, you can see, like, how big of a deal this is for her. But also... Eh. (laughs) But also, 
whatever, like, she, she can beat the shit out of anyone now, and she just drives away, and everything's fine. Oh, also, there's some goodbyes for Pastor Tim, uh, uh, Paige and Elizabeth do some more self-defense stuff, uh, Elizabeth accidentally hits Paige, and that's a whole thing. Uh, and Paige actually makes, like, actually draws a solid line in the sand of, like, yeah, I'm not into the church stuff anymore, but I still kind of want to work at the food pantry, because that is genuinely good. So, she's still, like, the charitable self that she's always been. She just is maybe disenfranchised with the church because Pastor Tim was kind of a dick in the end. So, there's that. Uh, we also got some stuff going on on the stand front. Uh, so they gave this new boyfriend that the Russian lady brought in, uh, they give him a polygraph test. And you're kind of wondering, okay, is this the moment where he reveals that he's actually a huge dickbag? Uh, is he, like, hiding some nefarious stuff and he passes the polygraph? With flying colors. So, he's good? I guess? So everything's fine there? Uh, and in Stan's personal life, uh, a pipe burst at Renee's apartment. And she's moving in now. Yay! And they're happy and all that. And then Stan reveals, I'm thinking of transferring out of counterintelligence. Because, I don't know, like, he's just kind of feeling scummy. He's just kind of feeling scummy about everything, and he doesn't want to be responsible for anything that goes wrong uh, with informants and stuff, like... He feels shitty. He doesn't want to feel shitty anymore. And then Renee says, like, okay, well, I'm proud of you for thinking that, but, like, huh, maybe, uh, maybe your department needs someone like you who will call people out on their bullshit. Like, maybe, uh, maybe stay. Maybe, like, it's necessary for you to be there. And, okay. I will not say, one way or the other, whether or not Renee is a Russian spy. However, this is by far <laughs> the most convincing argument that Renee is a Russian spy. This is by far the most convincing evidence that Renee is a Russian spy. Because... On the one hand, she could genuinely be thinking altruistically, but on the other, like, hey, uh, why are you trying so hard to get Stan to stay? Uh, could it be because you need this source in counterintelligence? Could it be that? Huh? Maybe? So we still don't know. It's like a giant question mark at this point. However, this is some really convincing evidence. This is a really... An argument can be made 
based on this scene, that Renee is unquestionably a Russian spy. I will not say one way or the other, but an argument can definitely be made. And I remember arguments were very much made, because it was still like this hotly debated topic, like, is she a Russian spy, is she not? But this is a very, very convincing moment for one side of that argument. Uh, Also, we flash to Martha for a scene. Uh, Get a little epilogue to the epilogue. And she's sort of walking around with her Russian teacher. Speaking Russian, sort of struggling with certain words. And it's still like a thing of like, I don't know. Like, she's kind of struggling. She's kind of... Not doing great. Life's still bad. But then they come across a playground. And they see these orphans playing. And the teacher's like, uh, okay, look. I spoke to Gabriel, and we want you to be happy. There's some... People here, there's some kids here who have no one. And he specifically mentions this one girl who, coincidentally, Martha just uh, retrieved a ball for. Uh, Her ball got kicked towards Martha and she picked it up for her and had this, like, little happy moment. And then this conversation started and the Russian teacher uh, specifically mentioned that girl. So, Martha is going to be a mom. Is going to adopt this little Russian girl. And now, she's going to have a reason for living. She's going to have a reason to be happy in this new Russian life of hers. Because she's going to live for this girl. And remember... All the way back in season three, this was all Martha wanted. Remember, like, just before Martha started to wise up to Philip's bullshit, she was like, we need to adopt a kid! We need to adopt a kid! We need to adopt a kid! And she was just going nuts. She was having a crap ton of baby fever. Now she gets that. Now she gets that thing she wanted more than anything else, not so long ago. Just in Russia. And now all this self-loathing, all this misery of uprooting her whole life and getting dumped in a foreign land where she knew nothing about anything, all of that wiped clean Because she now has a child to raise. She has a child to give herself to. She can be happy. Because she has a little girl who she can raise and take pleasure in and watch grow up. Everything was fine. Everything worked out in the end. So we leave Martha for, I swear, the final time for real now. We leave Martha with the comforting notion 
And even though she has been dumped in a strange land and kind of screwed in like umpteen million ways, she can be happy. Because she is starting her own little unorthodox family in Russia. Sort of a little pleasing note uh, to leave off our discussion of this season. So, yeah, this season was real good. This season's great. It's excellent. It's absolutely magnificent. Like, it's definitely... It's definitely not as action-packed as certain other seasons have been. Uh, especially after the behemoth that was season four. This definitely, like, it feels like nothing by comparison. But honestly, that, like, that slower burn and that more reserved approach, I think that's to this season's credit. Because... Last time around, last couple seasons actually, we've been having like bombshell after bombshell after bombshell after bombshell after bombshell after bombshell, after bombshell and that's only sustain that's only sustainable for so long. So it makes sense that just before the final season, we sort of take a step back, uh, we slow things down a bit, uh, give ourselves an extended period of time to catch our breath. And do more reserved, smaller, a little less grandiose storytelling. A little less grandiose character pieces. Just do something a little more subdued. So we're not constantly getting bombarded with more and more and more and more bombshells. And we can just relax and quietly enjoy this uh, slightly more self-contained story. Catch our breath and, in the background, set up all the chess pieces for the monumental final season. And, oh boy, is this final season going to be something. My god... Uh, so, it's abbreviated. Usually it's 13 episodes. Now we're going down to 10. It's abbreviated. And it ends this story in the most incredible of ways. I literally could not have pictured a better ending for this show. It is magnificent. I cannot wait to finally talk about this last season over the next two, oh, that bad. Over the next two weeks. So next two weeks, and then done. So we're kind of creeping up on the end there. Creeping up on the end there. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, Anchor.fm slash TV Archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. On Monday, we will be discussing Season 6, Episode 1. Talk to you then.